Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by More Marker. A dried out marker has so much more to give. You've just got to fight the fade with More Marker. It'll help you get every last drop from every marker in your home, including Sharpies and dry erase markers. So be a hero and save all your old markers. Click the link in the show notes and use promo code KIDSTORIES for a great discount from More Marker. Now on to some shout-outs. Elias Dowing has a birthday this month. Happy birthday, Elias. I hope for your birthday you get a magic ring that lets you talk to bees, and a flaming sword, and a key that opens any lock, and a pair of pants that gives you super speed, and a big bucket of goofballs. If you were a character on the show, you'd be a smoke wizard who can teleport to and from clouds of smoke. Thanks for listening, Elias. Juniper from Berlin shared some awesome drawings featuring scenes from the recent Space Shipwreck series. Great job, Juniper. I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be a protector of the forest, like the Dropkick Sisters, and you'd ride a gold-tusked elephant and defend your homeland from poachers. Thanks for listening, Juniper. And Felix from Kamloops shared a drawing of Party Pirates, which has certainly inspired me because the idea of a series with party pirates sounds awesome. Thanks for that, Felix. I think if you were a character in the stories, you'd be the owner of a potion shop who has to go on adventures to find all the special ingredients you need for your potions. Thanks for listening, Felix. Today's episode is titled Too Much Magic, Part 2. Liam, Owen, and their two magical pets wandered out into this new world looking for people. They needed to find someone who could help them get back home. You know, said Liam, as they walked along, looking all around for a road, it's possible that no one in this place knows how to get back home. Yeah, I guess it's even possible that there are no people here at all, said Owen. What if we got dumped out in some dimension or a place that doesn't even have humans? Liam sighed, imagining the possibility that they were entirely alone here in this new world. Luckily, they didn't have to walk far before they discovered proof of intelligent life. Oh, hey, look, is that a sign? said Liam. 
The two rushed to what appeared to be a tall wooden pole with an old sign at the top. As they neared, they saw that the sign read, Rosewood. The sign came to a point on one end, showing the way to a small footpath leading into some woods. Rosewood, said Owen. Guess we got lucky to be dumped in a place that speaks our same language. Ella, Ment, and Kylo loved the walk. They bounded about, smelling a world of new smells, while Liam and Owen walked on the path through the dense forest of tall trees, their magical pets ran through the woods on either side of them, being sure not to stray too far from the path. This forest was like many others they traveled through back home. The trees were incredibly tall. Huge ferns and bushes filled the forest floor, creating a wall of foliage on either side of the small footpath. The sounds were certainly different. Liam and Owen wondered what kinds of strange animals lived in these woods. As they continued their journey, a loud, fast rustling of nearby bushes broke the silence, and something burst from the forest and knocked them to the ground. The brothers fell back hard and rolled over to see what had slammed into them. Sorry, sorry, they heard a voice say. They turned to see a person, looking pretty much like them, on one knee, holding their ribs in pain. Sorry, I didn't see you there. There's usually no one on this path. Before Liam and Owen could reply, Kylo and Element leaped out from the other side of the path. They noticed the boys laying on the ground and immediately turned on the newcomer, growling and baring their teeth. The two magical creatures circled the new person, and they held up their hands immediately. Whoa, 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 no need for this, it was, it was an accident, they said. Relax, you two, said Owen. Kylo stopped growling and turned to Owen. Element did the same, leaving the new person to check on Liam. A dragon? Where did you get a dragon? asked the stranger. And a, a, a blue a dog, wolf, tiger thing? What, what, what is that? It's an ice cheetah, said Owen. Sorry they got a little growly there. They, they were just being protective. No worries. I'm Renner, said the stranger, looking over both shoulders suspiciously. Uh, where are you two headed? Rosewood, I guess, said Liam. But mostly because it's the only place we know exists around here. We just dropped in nearby and don't know much about the area. Right, well, Rosewood is a great idea. I, I know someone there, said Renner. I say we all head there right now and get acquainted on the way. Renner walked right past them on the trail. Their head was jerking left and right, looking all around nervously. Liam and Owen shared a look and then jogged to keep up. This wasn't the ideal guide to a new place, but being the only person they knew so far, it made sense to stick with Renner for now. Renner was dressed like an adventurer, like many they had known before. As they walked, Liam and Owen noticed that Renner did not carry any visible weapons, only a bag slung across one shoulder that they often patted and shifted, as if they were overly concerned about it. So where are you two from? What, uh, what brings you to the area? asked Renner. Well, it's kind of a crazy story, but uh, we got sucked up into some kind of trans-dimensional black hole and, and just dropped here, said Liam. Renner stopped walking and turned to look at Liam. You slipped? Where are your warp bracelets? 
Renner then looked the boys over, eyeing them from head to toe. Uh, we don't know what that means, said Owen. Slipped? And what's a warp bracelet? How did you slip if you don't even know what a warp bracelet is? Renner asked. Before they answered, Renner continued. Slipping is, slipping is when you travel between worlds, like slipping between dimensions. And a warp bracelet is what you need to slip. It makes sense that you're from somewhere else since your pets are definitely not from around here, but I, I can't figure out how you slipped without a warp crystal. It was too much magic, said Liam. Well, we were in this battle and there was magic everywhere and it was out of control and a big black hole ripped open in the air above and sucked us in and dropped us here. Whoa, a natural slip? That's wild, said Renner. They opened their mouth to say something else, but before they could get it out, some faraway voices echoed through the trees. Renner looked behind the boys and all around. Too much talking. Time to go. Follow me, and we need to be quick. Liam and Owen knew when to take orders and when to ask questions. They figured they could get some answers later. Right now it seemed more important to follow Renner. They did, and soon the forest opened up into a big meadow, and the town of Rosewood lay ahead. Rosewood looked a lot like Valley Town. Not too big, not too little, shops and buildings and houses. Instead of taking them right into Rosewood, Renner led them to a little farmhouse on the edge of town. There were a few small plots of rows of plants and some livestock animals surrounded by wooden fences. Renner knocked, and the door was opened by a small woman in work clothes. She looked busy and grumpy. Well, if it isn't Renner, come to pay their debt, I'm sure, the woman said. I am, yes, of course, said Renner, if we could just go in and talk about it. Nope, said the woman, blocking the opening in the doorway. Pay your debts now or don't come in. Renner huffed and turned, looking all around while reaching into their jacket. Renner huffed and turned, looking all around while reaching into their bag. Renner revealed a pouch that rattled gently, as if it were filled with stones or pebbles. They dropped the pouch in the woman's hand, and instantly, her demeanor changed. She flashed a broad smile and moved out of the doorway. Renner, great to see you. Please come in, come in. I'm eager to meet your new friends, she said. Liam and Owen told their pets to sit and stay. The animals obediently sat outside near the front door, and the two brothers walked into the kitchen and sat down with Renner and their friend. Hello, it's a pleasure to meet you, the woman said to them, gesturing to a nearby table. I'm Halva. Welcome to my home. Liam and Owen sat, and she placed a fragrant, steaming cup of tea in front of them. Wow, thanks for having us, said Owen. What brings you all to Rosewood? asked Halva. Well, it's kind of a crazy story, said Liam. The short version is we're from a completely different place, like a different world altogether, and we got sucked into a black hole and dropped here. Wow, a natural slip. That's pretty rare, said Halva. Right? That's what I said, said Renner. So now they need to get back home somehow. Halva laughed. <laughs> Good luck. You'll need to save up for five lifetimes to afford a warp bracelet, and even then you might not find one to buy. Might as well get comfortable here, start a new life. Well, what if we were able to get these two some bracelets, suggested Renner. Halva furrowed her eyebrows at Renner. 
There's only one way to get a warp bracelet, said Halva. Stealing. Not just stealing, but stealing from the richest, most powerful people on the planet. You'd have to steal the obsidian bracelet, you'd have to steal the diamond ribbon, and you'd have to steal the warp crystals from the National Museum. Even you aren't that good, Renner. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have some work to do. Halva grabbed her work gloves and went outside. Renner spent the next half hour telling Owen and Liam all about slipping. Apparently, here in this world, someone discovered how to travel among dimensions using something called a warp crystal. It didn't happen often since the materials needed were so rare and expensive. It was also dangerous because while you could use the warp bracelet to control where you went, no one knew which other places were safe. Many explorers and wealthy adventurers had slipped and never come back. And since no one had recently found any new warp crystals, it had been years since anyone had slipped at all. The only bit of good news Renner had to share was that bracelets could always take you back to the last place you came from. So if they did get bracelets, Liam and Owen could use them to slip right back home. So that's that, said Renner. We could try and steal the components and put the bracelets together, or you can stay and make a new life here. It's up to you. What do you mean we? asked Owen. Why would you help us? Well, you see, I'm what you might call wanted, said Renner. I'm not a bad person, not really. I don't hurt people. You know, I just, uh, I just take things I want. And over the years, I've made enemies of, you know, practically everyone. So I'm thinking maybe I make myself a bracelet too and start over at, uh, where'd you say you're from? Before Liam and Owen could answer, there was a scream from outside. Halva's voice rang out. Don't you dare! You back away right now! Liam, Owen, and Renner rushed outside. Kylo and Element had gotten into one of the livestock pens. A bored-looking cow stood chewing some grass while the ice cheetah and the two-headed dragon prepared to take a bite out of it. Halva stood nearby, posturing at the animals with a pitchfork. Kylo and Element had their mouths open and were ready to make a meal of this cow when Liam and Owen burst out the back door of the farmhouse. Kylo, no! yelled Owen. Element, stop! yelled Liam. No eating the livestock! Drops of drool slid from between the teeth of the pets and dripped onto the cow. Kylo and Element growled in hunger, but followed the orders of their owners and backed away from the cow. These are your beasts? yelled Halva. They almost ate my cow! Get your pets under control! We are sorry, said Owen, and so are they, he said, giving a hard stare to Kylo and the two-headed dragon. Say you're sorry. The pets slowly walked over to Halva with their heads down. They gently rubbed their heads into Halva's thighs in a bit of a cuddle. Halva held her pitchfork up in caution, but was soon petting the ashamed creatures. Okay, all right. I guess you are kind of cute, she said. Come on into the barn here and I'll get you fed. Everyone followed Halva into the barn 
and she lays some feed out for Kylo and Element. I don't know what to feed a... Uh, uh, whatever these are, but this is what I bait the tree bears with. Now maybe they'll like it, said Halva. She tossed some large chunks of what looked like oversized jerky on the ground, and Kylo and Element began eagerly chewing it up. She turned to the others. So, I'm assuming you talked it out? You actually going to try and get some bracelets? We have to get home, said Liam. It's the only way said Owen. Uh-huh, mumbled Halva. I figured. And what about you, Renner? What's your role in all this? Why, why are you interested in their journey? Well, the way I figure, I've made enough enemies here, they said. It's time for me to move on. Speaking of which, I'm assuming that pouch of gems you handed over earlier is stolen, said Halva. Hey, I needed to pay you back, said Renner with a sly grin. And now we're square. Uh-huh, said Halva. You all can stay here for a couple days if you need to, but if your pets here end up taking a bite out of my livestock, then we're going to have a problem. They'll be good, I promise, said Liam. Uh-huh, said Halva. We'll go on into the kitchen and start planning your heists. I'll keep an eye on my two new friends here while I finish up my chores. Liam and Owen returned to the kitchen table with Renner to plan the first heist in their quest to get back home. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. Be sure to check out the Kid Stories podcast social channels where I share listener artwork and post other cool things. And send all your cool drawings and whatever to kidsstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios! <laughs>